0: Back again, episode number 9 A two beers in uh, Thanks for joining us for your Friday Nice kickstart to the weekend I'm John Davies at wb and As uh, usual Go around the table, introduce yourselves.
1: Um, I'm Jeff from King Grove.
0: I'm Tyler from King Grove, and I'm
2: Drew
1: from Decatur Brewworks. Yeah, we brought the South North today, John. <laughs> South <laughs> North South North. We brought the South. Honestly, if up
0: you were North, to, like uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, I moved from the Greater Cincinnati to uh, Greater Cincinnati area to Bloomington in September of eighteen. If you were to put a gun to my head and say, where's Decatur on a map, John, I don't know if I could successfully
1: do so. You just so. got to fall straight south.
0: But when you say south-north, you no, I mean, get south- me all confused. The we south- brought
1: the south to the north. There we go. So okay. you should be confused. I just apparently, need to listen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, <laughs> listening skills. It's one of your many skills. I, you do what you can.
0: Um can you tell me a little bit about the brewery? Can you give me you your elevator, elevator well, pitch
3: Yes, we are the first brewery in Decatur in 100 years. Giddy up. Yes. That's right. So, Congratulations. Uh, you know, they shot us down. Billy Sunday shut down uh, for Prohibition. And then there were no breweries. We used to have Decatur Brewing Company. So um, a couple of us who are longtime home brewers, I've been doing it for over 20 years, um, decided that it needed to be done. So we put together a kind of um, a modified best practice uh, model and uh, we opened at 101 North Main Street, Decatur, Illinois. Which was that, a cool location. Yeah, was I used a cool to love location. that, yeah. Cool bar. Yeah, ironically, it turned out later that it, the location was actually right next to the George Mueller Beer Company. Really? It was next door back in the 30s yeah. or, or something like that. Uh, but in any case, we've always kind of been, you know, kind of modeled after old school, so we, we uh, um, Our beers are usually named after local landmarks or or uh, we try to stay away from people because sometimes they get annoyed with that <laughs> um, But in any case, uh, we started with three fermenters. We didn't even have uh, you know, glycol chilled tanks uh, and then uh, two years ago in August, we made the move two blocks north, which we actually had a parade. We had all, yeah. all our beer, our, our beer mug club, held, took furniture and we marched it up the street to the new location. That's, that's awesome. It was kind of cool.
0: Pizza and beer, man. Right, right. Yeah. and that's what we did.
3: <laughs> uh, so we moved to the new location, which was bigger and better because we had a lot. We were able to increase the tap rooms space considerably, go from mm-hmm. like forty people to like one hundred and ten. And but most important to me, in particular, was the fact that. Uh, we had a bigger brewing area we upgraded all our equipment we got five fermenters now we're still on a small system we were a lot of people told us you're crazy only doing a three barrel but i'm glad we did that because it kept us um kind of in the varietal mode um you know sometimes we struggle with with distribution type orders because we are we we are a smaller yield than let's say they have here at k grove but we like it. It's a compact, uh, efficient room. These guys have been down there. Yeah.
1: If if nobody that's listening has been there, you got to go there. It's a really cool. Right. And you the building is We yeah, used tin gotta, from the yeah.
3: building and put it underneath the bar. Yeah, they did a really sweet job. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, We very also beautiful. have Decatur's uh, a 16 foot sign that was actually hidden under uh, a building down on Merchant Street, which is it says Decatur's largest beer d- depot. So very it's cool. cool. Yeah. You know, we're we're better to be it than by else. So, we we have a, a large collection of uh, bruania or whatever they call it, and um, we have customers that that bring in items, and uh, contributed that. So, it, it, you know, we, we we've had a good time. Uh, the last year's been you know a a challenge and a learning lesson as it has been to everybody. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're Decatur's first brewery. We have three breweries now, uh, in town. So. Um, you know, there's plenty of options.
0: Before you made the jump to making this profession, you said it was a home brewery. What was life like for you before you decided to make your passion? Well, I had a profession? conventional
3: job and I looked conventional. I didn't have a beard. Yeah, uh, the beard <laughs> and hair, I've seen some pictures yeah, I think through. I think he's got pictures of me <laughs> as the old straight, (laughs) 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 through you know, because it was one of those things that people told me I had to start looking that way if I was going to get a better job in life. (laughs) People tell me that too. That worked, you know, Uh, but in any case, um, you know, I was the guy who, um, and again, thanks to Peggy, because she gave me a Mr. Beer kit, one one, one after Christmas gift, and uh, I go, okay, well this works, but there's not enough beer here for one person. So that led, one thing led to another, and then I started brewing. And then you found out that if you were a home brewer, and 20 years ago there weren't many home brewers out there, we were kind of like avant garde, I guess. so you have a problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really, right? yeah like yes, yes, yes. doing this. Yeah. But then they discovered, oh, this stuff isn't half bad. And then you start getting invited to more parties because people well, invite Drew. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. He'll bring, he'll beer. bring, he'll bring stock beer. stock. The more partly part uh, like free beer. Yeah, here's yeah. the beer guy. So <laughs> yeah. one thing led to another, and it was always, uh, you know, Peggy and I, wherever we go, we've got a itinerary mm-hmm. that includes breweries. In fact, all yep. our vacations are probably planned around. Breweries. That's fantastic so you know and i started you know originally by making wine and then mead and then beer is just so much quicker i mean you don't have to sit for a year to wait for something to age unless you're barrel aging um but uh, you know it just worked out it was just like a natural thing and uh, one thing led to another Um, and you know along comes the cater brew works so
2: cheers to that yeah you do a lot of different styles of beer. Yeah. I mean, you you reach way more out than we do. I mean,
3: 100%. Do you well, have
2: a favorite style? Like, you know, you, anybody can make a Pilsner, or a cream Ale, or you know, a Fruit Wheat. Is there something that- you know, Well, Tyler, way to make us look
1: good. Well, you know, you know what I'm saying though. <laughs> yes. it's not, yeah. Well, I think it's, you know, people
3: ask me all the time, um, you know, what's your favorite beer? And I go, well, you know, I love all my children in the sand. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I like that answer. I like that answer. So
2: Except for uh, that blueberry kid, yeah. I'm always
3: preferential to Belgian style okay. ales. And yeah. and, I, and, I, and that's my favorite. But sometimes your your buyer's market, mm-hmm. you know, that's you have you have to as a commercial brewer, you, you know, you one I think you got to decide where your niche is, and what you're going to do. And in some cases, some people just do, you know, South's or Big Beers or whatnot. Yeah. Others have concentrated on, um, you know, kind of unique styles, like a, a place like Mars up in Chicago yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And uh, I think we wanted to cover, you know, since it was a hobby, we wanted to cover everything. And then we found out through experience what customers liked. And, you know, so we try to meet that. And then we digress and do what I like. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 Passion uh, projects, right. You know. Um, so, uh, you know, I would say Belgians, but we, we do everything from sours to Belgians and everything in between. Um, you know, we're, we, we got into barrel aging last year uh, because we never really had a lot of space.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but I think we'll, we'll see more and more of that. Um, I just did a, a rye stout that'll be put away for a while. Cool. And then I'm going to do a, um, a, a cherry stout, mm-hmm. which some of it will go on tap right away and some mm-hmm. of it will mm-hmm. go in the barrel. Yeah. So... Um, you know, you know, we we do everything. The sours are, you know, we did aronia berries. Um, Micah came in and did a, a an aronia berry, which is known as choke berries, and we called it choked up.
1: Nice. <laughs>
3: and it it was very popular. It was tasty. It wasn't like an overpowering sour. Yeah. We, we do exclusively kettle sours. We're not doing yeah. any barrel, yeah. you know, yeah, projects yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. Not looking to contaminate all your tanks. Yeah and uh, uh, uh at the end of the next week we're going to release um golden fox and i have done andrew and i have done a couple of a collabs and we Ooh. did we want to do a frambois, so we will have Ooh. the release of Foxworks frambois. Nice. So, i like that Foxworks uh, frambois. i
2: like i like john's face because you you're over there i can I'm tell just... you're trying to figure <laughs> out like I, this is cool, like cool, cool, foreign cool, language cool. to you <laughs> I bet
3: and it's it good. is to
2: me too i mean so, some of the stuff i that's he does why stuff I like though. It. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, you know, he's passionate I mean, about it, yeah. which is always—it's right. very great cool to hear. going down and talking to you. You know, when we did have the time to be able to sit and have a couple of beers, and well, you let us you were allowed reviews. to. I mean, well, yeah,
1: when you were. Past year's been a little different. Yeah,
2: but yeah, trying the different beers that you do, man, it's—it's it's very cool. And there's a lot of stuff. Like I said, I mean, I'm very new, I guess, to craft beer in the sense of that how long you've been doing it right you know like the styles that you play with oh, yeah and the Drew's in, got a lot more experience in different styles yeah. it sounds yeah. like it no, yeah. no offense to you guys no no, it's not none taken
1: I mean we have always stuck to where we started I mean even for here it's kind of like what Drew said though you can't always do it for you you know what I mean suddenly you create something and it sells and well you gotta meet that need now you know what I mean it's not about oh I'd really like to brew this mm-hmm. you know but I mean, sometimes with that, I mean, everything will sell, but some beers are more of a niche market and there's just fewer people that are going to take them and run with them. And so, Holy Jeans pays the bills. Well, there's that.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yes, right. Yes, and you yes. get, you know, you get taught, some days oh geez, I got to make Holy yes. Jeans or I got to make No Wiser. Yes. Yes. You know, yes, these, yes. These beers that you sell a lot of volume on. Yes.
1: It's just like you get sick of your own niches, if you will. And but then... we love the kids all the same. Yes, we do love right. them all <laughs> hey, the you same. Have to one, that. One's just occasionally more challenging than the other. Because <laughs> you always
3: get a kid that says, Oh, well, I'm your favorite. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, love you all the same. So.
1: Keep yes. that one in line. Yeah. Well, you know, something about uh, the blue kid, you know.
3: Yeah, because I, you know, I, well, I'm trying to remember the first time I met you guys, whether it was at a festival or, was, I, I, I could, think it was I was probably... Gonna, maybe the
1: celebration
3: or something. That's what yeah, I, I wanted to say. Yeah, one of the events. Or, or it really, could have been a Brugula or something that, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Don't Brugula, remember. we always describe Jeff as like, holy oh, he's the king. You know, he kind of <laughs> has his entourage and he sits up, he gets got his chair in, so, I so do I, always have my chair. <laughs> and then I'm like, go work my people. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yes, yes, that happens. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the best. I, I kind of miss it, though. The best when we started going around and doing festivals, we'd get people that come up to us and would kind of have an idea of who Jeff was. And they just knew <laughs> one of us was a teacher. And they'd always come up to me and be like, were you the teacher? And I'm like, oh, that nobody guy expects over to there. me to have been the elementary. And they'd look at me like, and like yeah. really? That guy was a teacher? And I'm like, it wasn't me.
3: Yeah, that's kind of unique mm-hmm. things. Like, yeah. Because I didn't really know what you had done. He was a teacher. A lot of yeah. people don't realize that I was in mental health for like right. 35 years and we yeah. had a large agency.
0: And, I was bartender, you know, kind of you know, yeah. right. behind. Yeah. Yeah. we talking uh, about your feelings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> At the end of the day. The so, yeah, well, we have
3: to do something to make money. You know? Right, <laughs> right. Or right. those Brewing didn't make any when you started. So. Right. Um, yeah, It's it's been, yeah, to me, uh, You know, I'm always passionate about making the beer, you know, and I enjoy talking to customers, especially if you don't have to be performed behind the bar and and, and do those functions where you just kind of focus on who you're with and answer their questions because they they do have a lot of questions. And I think the more they ask about beer and and going back and looking at the, the beer market, especially in central Illinois, was education, because this wasn't the panacea for no. craft beer. No. When, I, when I go back, I had my first craft beer in 1984 in California and I, I when I was living there, and it was Ankerstein. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this is pretty good. This is much better than the other stuff, you know? So, and then over time, just kind of cultivated, you know, when IPAs started to become more, yeah. more prevalent, people were, I don't want this, but then you develop a taste a taste for it. I remember Peggy didn't like IPAs, and now that's all she'll drink. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) It's kind of interesting. It (laughs) is. No, you're not wrong, though. I mean, a lot of the different
1: styles, because there's plenty of styles where I'm still like, "Eh, it's not my favorite style. Right. But then it's like, well, you have more, and then you have more, and then you have more, and then you're like, okay, I kind of like that style now. You kind of find that appreciation for the different flavors.
3: Yeah, and then, then, you know, we, we always have to deal with things like trans. You know, mm-hmm. you got you oh, milkshake yes. IPAs, or mm-hmm. a, a lot of beers are, are appearing. With you know, they got more milk sugar in them, or mm-hmm. that, that seems mm-hmm. you know. There's these fats that roll by, and probably, or you know, I did a, a West Coast style double IPA at 100 IBUs, yep. and. Yeah. You know, somebody kind of, oh, man, this is like drinking in 1990. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. And yes. I go, oh, yeah. that was, that was yeah. An interesting. Yeah, comment. yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, you try to keep up with everything because people do want to, we're, we're in a market that wants immediacy. They, they want a different product almost, yeah. you know, more frequently. They want
1: change. Change right. is important. A lot, a lot of beers, if you keep them, if you keep do the same beer two times in a row, you will know, it'll start dying off. Right. Unless you have a well-developed trend. Like, you know, um, we have two right now, Holy Jeans and Duke, that keep selling just fine. You know, they we set a market for them, they work great. But a lot of other beers we've tried before, were like, wow, this beer flew, let's brew another batch. And they're like, whew, we're sitting on this for quite a while. But the the popularity, the-, the, the, the I gotta the try guess. the thing that I haven't seen buzz. is the reason yes, that it flew. exactly. Yeah. Exactly, and I think that's one of the reasons even White Oak does so well. They they have a new hazy every like week or two, yeah. and I mean it, they don't repeat them. It's always something new, and I mean that makes it a hot item. You know, they, that's people seek it out. Yeah, because so. they get it right.
3: Yeah, again, it's not going to be available right. again. So there's the immediacy of the product. Right. Yeah. You know, and it's you know a lot of marketing thought and you know sophisticated marketing goes into. You know, brewing, especially at you know the larger brewery like, yeah. you know how they how they're going to garner their segment of the market, and then with the the big shift where the big guys were were losing shares of, of business yep. to the little guys, so you know they're trying they're trying to catch up with us in a way or recoup that, which yeah. is kind of interesting in a way. It is because you you know as a small brewer, you're kind of humble. You know you're there. Um, and you just worry about your immediate market or yeah, right. I, you know, no i agree yeah. so let's do that and let's we've been able to forge some friendships with other breweries and i think that you know it's how you collaborate together and what you do for each other yeah 100% uh, you know we're always there one thing i like about the brewing industry is when i when i was you know fostering that idea is the amount of help that other brewers provided that weren't already on a professional level yeah so um you know and i always be indebted you know to them so yeah, like it's Aunt clean network. and matt riggs those guys were you know they didn't have to help you but they, but they did so mm-hmm. you know every new brewer that comes to us and asks for advice i'm, I'm willing to give it
2: yeah because yeah.
3: i think that's just what is going to grow the industry and grow your connections a little bit. So, and it's just the right thing to do because you're, you're passing it down. Absolutely, you know, people help you. So, and, and I'm sure it's the same way for you guys down in Decatur,
1: but even up here, um, we, I'll run out of a grain, I'll forget, I misordered something, and I'm like right on the phone quick, like you know, let's check with Scott at White Oak or I'll ask Alex at um, Distill, and I'm like, hey, you guys got this? Can I swing it? And, you know, right. and then they do the same thing. It's just like a huge. It's we have a chain of texts going. That's just like. I need help, please, yeah. and, you know.
3: And usually, you know, I mean, everybody comes through, but they can yes. yes. Which I think is good. And you see that on the, on like the, the guild listserv. Yep. Oh my God, I don't have any yeast. Yeah. <laughs> going, yes. You don't have one. Yeah. What? You're right. <laughs> you know, that's so, a slight over. This stuff. Yeah. You know, uh,
1: yeah, no, that's definitely a, that's a huge deal. I mean, just to be able to have that. Like even when we started our candy line, uh, Scott gave up half a day, just come over and help us. Because we were like, dude, this is blowing our mind. And I mean, we had zero experience ever. So yeah. it was like two monkeys <laughs> trying to get out of a cage. And it uh, wasn't going so well. And uh, But, I mean, he came over and he just... We learned so much so quickly because of that one gesture, you know. But it makes a huge difference. Yeah, learn
3: through experience or from somebody else. Absolutely. You only learn so much from a book. Yes. You know, I think... The fine-tuning stuff comes from, you know, either webinars that we may watch or, mm-hmm. or, or you know, actual books on subjects that you read. But I think that the hands-on stuff works um, really well, and and that learning curve. Because I remember that first year, it was like, it was kind of sort of hit and miss, you know. I, could, you know, I can remember dumping batches of beer <laughs> because we <laughs> were wrong. You yeah. Know? And. Um, you know, we often say if you haven't dumped a batch of beer, you're either lying or you're serving. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Because nobody likes to States, do it, but uh, right. I mean, stuff right. happens. Um, so you know, and all, all over time, you know, you, you you come up with those systems or, or cleaning schedules. I think the biggest thing is cleaning. Yeah, if you, I meet, agree. you miss a beat somewhere that yeah. can that can get you.
1: Well, we've found just in the past year, we've added more people to help us here. As we've been growing, and that's been challenging for Tyler and I. The communication of now—it's not just he and I who like we can communicate without even talking to each other. We're uh-huh. just, we're good friends like that. But now, when you're trying to communicate to like two other people who are also in and out and doing things, you know mo- they're great guys and they do a great job. But if we don't have it mapped out, that's—I mean, we we lost a batch of uh, seltzer because we didn't have a uh, a tank wasn't sanitized. So got contaminated, you know what I mean? And looking back, that's what happened. And we're like, God, you know, we could have prevented that. And it's so now this past week we've been putting a lot of effort into a more intricate schedule for each week. So they see exactly where when they're working, what they're doing, what has to be done, and the sexy uh, side of brewing. Yeah, but it's but it's one of those things you don't think of because we never had to do that. And it's now Oh, there's more kids, if you will. <laughs> you right. I mean? yeah. The family's grown. The family's yeah, grown. you have a crew.
3: Because that, I, uh, yeah. by that time I came up to get some Snap ads. Yes. And, and there's all these guys there, and they go. What are you guys doing? <laughs> we're waiting for Jeff. <laughs> you know, everybody's waiting for <laughs> Jeff. But, you know, you got that crew, and I know when I added, you know, my Jeff, Jeff Hill and, yeah. um, it was a big boom, because I needed help. See, yeah. they were, you know, at the old place, we brewed downstairs, and we had to yeah. lug everything in, down, down 10 steps, <sighs> and everything out, 10 steps. And I couldn't do that today. No, I get you. you know? And then, uh, but having that help or cross training people to do canning or whatnot, that that really, you know, you're growing beyond that. That's a good thing that one can't do it. No, Um, no, you
1: can't. I mean, our first year I was mostly alone. I mean, you guys would come and help out whenever anybody could, but I mean, that's how it is. First year, you
3: bare bones. Like you compare, if you remember, I still homebrew. Yeah. Because it keeps me connected and I can relax. And I can screw up if I want. I got you. And, um, it, wow. but that, that only takes like four hours yeah. to do <laughs> right. instead of eight hours, you know, yeah, on, right. on a bigger batch. And, you know, you're wondering, well, why does it take longer? It's the same, same stuff, only bigger. Right. Um, uh, but
0: that's interesting. It's rare to see someone who comes home from work and then their hobby is right. to go back to work, but just not on the clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: No, but that's cool. I, I can't do it. I just, yeah, I can't do it anymore homebrewing I just I can't I mean I'm literally we're giving everything of ours away when it
0: comes to the creative process of coming up with new beers then I mean back in the days of homebrewing you weren't necessarily worried about losing <laughs> these big batches no. of times right so no, homebrewing
1: we just it was fun because you just literally dumped I mean we just went for it oh yeah Frankenstein beer yeah you just uh, went for it yeah. when
0: you failed it, it, yeah, whatever a we'll couple gallons it. worth it oh, <laughs> right but yeah but yeah, <laughs> but yeah it's yeah. my mistake <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah. own it <laughs>
1: I mean, we started out with five-gallon batches, and then we went to ten-gallon batches. Okay. So, I mean, it wasn't a ton. Sure. But we still drank everything. Yeah. Nothing. So, in the homebrew days, this is a weird thing. Only one batch ever got contaminated. Okay. It was was a Holy Jeans batch, and we don't know how it did, but I I opened that sucker up, and uh, there was mold on the top, and if you tasted it, it tasted like a Hefeweizen. No. It was not a f one, <laughs> so we um, dumped it in the street. No big deal, because that's yeah. what you do in your home brewing. But that was the only time we ever had a contamination, and that is still blows me away. Yeah, I mean, from homebrew side, I mean,
3: but but holy jeans came from a homebrew kit. Yeah, kit, well,
1: not a kid. It was um, it came from well, not a kid, I yeah, mean, yeah, it came yeah. from your kitchen. Yes. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. It um, so the first recipe I ever wrote was Duke. Which has changed over the years. Um, some of it was scaling changed it. Um, simplifying of brewing here changed it. Like I don't know how you are, but like we we so many different measurements of things. We got to the point where we're like, you know, if we just round up or down and do a whole bag of grain, then we don't have to measure out ten pounds or six pounds. It's like exactly you you know yes, so you just kinda of skew things. And then we actually found that Duke was getting too thin. It was just not enough left to it. So we made some changes in the past year that have brought it back to, I think, more closely to where it was started. But um, Holy James was the second beer. It was uh, just that easy, light American wheat. And we liked the wheat beer, but then I found this blueberry stuff and dumped it in. And well, it was a requirement from our wheat wive's moving forward. Right, (laughs) Always had to be on tap. And
0: when it comes to homebrewing now, for you as a way to relax is that a way for you to find new and interesting things to do and still fail without the price point of doing so at a large
3: well yeah because something really radical I'm gonna do I'll do the, I'll do a small five gallon batch first right. and then I'll just have to factor in all the things I don't have you know I've, I've got a plate chiller so I'm gonna right. essentially cool the same way you know the only thing is is I run on gas on homebrew instead of all electric like we have on the on the system at Decatur Brew Works, so I, I think the radical stuff's there. I, I will go in. I'll have an idea, and I, I'll walk into the brewery, and I go, "This is what we're going to do today. Here's the recipe, and we'll just go for it." Yeah, because you know it's going to work. After so many years, you you know you got the self confidence yeah. to know that that that's going to work. I think the trickiest things. With brewing, you know, spontaneously or things like hop additions, I still think that that's the one variable that you may go up or down. Um, but I would say that almost every recipe we've ever had, or you know, any of my recipes, I've tweaked. You know, especially when something goes off for a while, it's a perfect opportunity to go, ooh. Yes. Because yeah. people will forget, yes. you know, yes. because we've got beers Which is another
1: great reason to not have the same thing all the time. Mm-hmm. You can make a tweak, and nobody really oh, knows. Oh, you can't mess with the yes. same thing all yes. the time.
3: That's it. You know, it's got the same gravity, the same this. Mm-hmm. And you st- you're still going to get people saying, well, there's something different here. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, and, and you know i may be one unit to unique to one person or something like that but that the holy genes or the noizers or loggers or whatever they've got to be the same that that to me is one of the the gifts of being a good brewer is be able to duplication is a, a good exercise yes Yeah. i'm becoming a brewer to say
0: what's the process for you guys when it comes to coming up with something new
1: that you want to make so it the doesn't happen hole. as often as we'd like it to anymore. Sure, um, but, but it's, this guy's working off the clock, right? So uh, no, I don't work off the clock. <laughs> um, <laughs> so honestly, I, we we pull long days, and that's okay. But I, yeah, I go home. I got, I got the twelve year old, uh, almost twelve year old, who's kind of going on thirty two. Um, but I uh, know. So our that's process me. is uh, <laughs> we decide we're going to do it. And then I just, I research the ever-loving heck out of it. Okay. I mean, that's what I do. Uh, Tyler likes to say, you read a lot. <laughs> that's kind of the answer. I mean, that's it. I just, I will literally sit there and I'll just search it. And I'll search it. And I'll I'll read other people's recipes. I'll read um, style guidelines. I'll, I'll kind of read about this or that. Always going to put our own twist on it. Like, there's, always, there's certain things you just do. It's like, I think that's, it's just like being a chef. There's certain things you do to all your food right i mean
0: as the beer game has really changed in the last 30 years from not necessarily i mean yeah the craft beer world is st- still necessarily hasn't been fully explored right? no I there's mean, so there much new that that's hybrids even crazy between things well, that like, aren't necessarily yeah, one or the other that you so can tell up. whatever there's you, the trends, yeah. if you
1: will. trends and you'll read about when you're like oh my god that sounds so cool but how do you do it Right, you know, and then it's got until it's really. I mean, it's a gamble if you want to jump on a trend, and and some trends we all jump on, and some we avoid. But you guys know. aren't necessarily trying
0: it in a small batch format first, or we're just well, risking it for the biscuit. So baby. So
1: we do own a one barrel test system. Okay, we just ran out of space to put it anywhere. <laughs> we needed to replace it with bigger fermenters. Noted. Um, so it, actually, we're in the current. Sorry, we're uh, currently selling it, so
3: we won't have it. Oh, anymore. good! You got, I was going to offer my basement. Oh no, you're all good. <laughs> I call that research and development. I like yeah. it. So, but it's um,
1: yeah. So we just uh, we go for it, seven barrels or no barrels. Game on! That's yeah. That's kind of our mantra these days. And in most, I mean, unless it's a really obscure style, if it's, Once you build up a collection of recipes it fits somewhere in there the spectrum you know what i mean so you kind of know like i've done a similar beer and i know this was my profile this were these were my times these were my hops okay maybe change the yeast change this grain add this you kind of you kind of get a feel for it like you know we just did a well it'll be out by the time this is on but uh we just today kegged super turbo industrial ipa cool (laughs) <laughs> so it is a nine percent IPA, okay. and I never calculated the IBUs, but it's got to be around a hundred. We literally went into our cooler, and you know, you get to the point end of a year, you got all these bags of partial partial bags of hops. We put them all in there. I mean, we just put them all in there. Whoo! It smells glorious. It tastes like it's nine point one percent. Uh, (laughs) I mean, holy crow, but I mean, I think it's gonna be really good once it's, you know, I mean, I haven't tasted it since, uh, yesterday, yesterday. (laughs) but even then it was still carving and it's just, uh, but I just went for it. You know, I knew like I brewed plenty of IPAs. So you're like, okay, so I'm gonna take this and we do this. And then there were a couple other grains that we've used before. And I liked what they did to a beer. But I'd never used them this way. So I'm like, well, I'm going to get a bag of this. I'm gonna get a bag of this. We're going to put it in there. And Actually, the color is super cool. The color is, it's like orange. Yeah, it's like a coppery yeah, orange. Yeah, it's like a coppery orange. And it's just, I'm really, you know, I'm excited for us to tap it. It should be tapped later this week or next week. But um, super excited just to see what it is. because So that was an experiment, you know. But it was also a, a cooler clean out. So the goal with that one is we want to do it every year moving forward. However, the hops will be different every year, just based on what we have, you know. That's the turbo. Yeah, that's a super turbo industrial IPA.
3: (laughs) Good name, too. Well, yeah,
1: so I I don't know if you do, but for our our names, we literally have a list. And as we're sitting there just talking and drinking, hey, that would be a good beer name, put it on, put it on, put it on. And last night if you were at it. Yeah. Yeah, we just put
0: super turbo on anything that's kind of so super turbo <laughs> industrial beer. <laughs> the with kitchen the original clean out of it. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes.
1: But we figured this fits a nine percent garbage can hopped. Yeah, that's a giddy up. Yeah, she's super. That turbo. or like the dumpster fire. Dumpster <laughs> fire would have also been good. Um... I'm saving that one for a beer where I tasted like <laughs> we have to sell it we have to yeah, sell it yeah, there are fire. some
3: things that you shouldn't name beers you know I mean, mm-hmm. dumpster beer implies yeah that. it's been a good 2020 right? <laughs> right this is everything left over yeah. giddy up right. When I see names like that I go oh bad choice of name yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. and naming beers is hard because if it's something you intend to have around you kind of got to look at what's out there and it's hard to be original. There's, I mean, there's so many breweries and so many beers that it's hard.
3: Yeah, going back and and, and you guys, what year did you open? Twenty eighteen. Okay. When we got our our you know our license through TCB, it, it, I think there were thirty eight hundred breweries at that time, and now there's Uh-oh. well over eleven thousand yeah. yeah. breweries, and that's in six short years. Yeah, yeah. Which. So it shows you how, my, how what, what growth is like. And then product-wise, everybody, because you mentioned seltzer. Yeah. We, we've all done seltzers. And, you know, because that's what people are looking for, or that alternative drink at the brewery, because I don't drink beer. Right. Mm. Gluten-free is because people have asked me, well, why don't you make a gluten-free beer? And I'm going, well, I'll probably buy a guest beer before I, you know, because yes. it's just not something yep. we're going to do, or NA yep. beer, what well, uh, which is, is going to be you know, a big trend. It is NA trend because people are moving yeah. away. Really? from yeah, because they don't want to get inebriated, or millennials mm-hmm. have families now, so they want to be a little more responsible, mm-hmm. sure. right, and, and things like that. But um, you know, that's going to be a big trend in the mm-hmm. in the future too. But I'm not going to make an NA beer because no. there's people who do that very well.
1: Correct, so. and like you said, I'd rather just get a guest tap of something else, right. and that makes a lot more sense. Take like, care of yourself, yeah, right. Yep. Leave the work out of it. Yep. And I mean, we do that. I mean, when Lacey orders a guest tap, she thinks about, and she'll even ask sometimes what we think about it and, you know, what don't we have or what's not coming up. So we can get something that complements our menu and doesn't fight against our own menu. Right. What boy needs to be filled. Right. Because right now we only have two guest taps: One's a cider and one's a anything. Right. and sometimes we use that tap depending on our lineup you know what i mean like if we had a seltzer right now we put that on but we don't have one so. <laughs> <laughs> as we've learned today yeah, well that was a that can't one went out, out so yeah it's all right it is what it
3: is Yeah. when we started we didn't we didn't know how we were going to be received and we opened with three beers we had 24 deaths by you're we right. were ambitious but we had three beers and one was no wiser and one was uh, uh I think, uh, Bob the Belgian, I, and, and Commodore? I can't remember. I think Thermo was Commodore. <laughs> so we had a double IPA, a Belgian mistake, because it was supposed to be higher gravity. So we, we it was a text. Don't you correct. Love those. What are you going to call this? And it came out, Bob the Belgian. And, uh, so we Don't you love it. that? Yeah. Yep. And uh, the rest were guest tabs. So we had... You know these three of our beers, and then over the years, those guest taps are, are now down to five or six, sure. maybe.
0: Congratulations! Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I don't
3: think I could keep up with, with any more. You know, unless I had a one-barrel one system, <laughs> right. and you could just make one-off batches, yes. which which is kind of cool. But you you still have that effort, or the yeah. same amount of effort that's going to go into that one-barrel batch as you. Exactly the trick. Because during co- the the COVID, we went down. From three to two, um, but then as soon as things picked up, we got cleaned out because all oh, we had was two barrels of beer. Right. need that extra barrel to stretch us through a brew cycle for five. Yeah. So.
1: Well, we feel that, trust me. Because yeah, you had
3: five, right? Uh, seven. Seven, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, how many fermenters?
1: Yes, oh, I'm seven. sorry. We had we we started with five sevens. Okay. And then we added two 15s last year. Right. And we need another 15. Yeah. In comparison, I'm like a
3: home brewer to these guys. <laughs> no, you're not.
1: Not at all. It's okay. just different. It's supply a different. demand. But that's I okay,
3: because yeah. they probably work more than I have to. <laughs> right. well, I only have to work seven so days so a week. You're They're still happy enough down. to go we'll home room. and so this, is, play this, with these this things. This is a good thing, though. They're burnt out.
1: This is also how it changes. Like, I love that you still home brew, and you're still hands-on. Um, the only beer I've brewed in the past year was when you were out, from for COVID, that's the only time. I mean, I'm on my computer and on the phone all day every day. Yeah, that I mean, I'm ordering, I'm coordinating, I'm or making scheduling, a podcast or, you know? or <laughs> making a podcast, right? right? And that's I'm still going to go on, guy, right? Because right. I'll yeah. go home, right? You know, I may bug
3: out early on on maybe cleaning that, that right. we're cleaning the you know, the brew kettle. Yes. And I'll say, you know, I've had enough for today. Yes. But I'm there for every brew yeah. In order to, you know, maintain quality and yeah. to be mm-hmm. an active participant yep. and part of the team. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm here. I'm here for all yeah. that. Well, but then you I do have to go. Home, early. You know, or yes. end of end of month or end of quarter uh, taxes oh, and whatnot is a so payment uh, it. Yeah. No, so I know, gotta, love that's that this week. Uh, yo, that's <laughs> this week because
1: uh, everything's both. Well, some's due at 15th, some's yeah, due the next you know, we week. Gotta, and, yeah, I
3: already did them, got them out of the way. Uh,
1: I didn't. I thought about it, but some other things came <laughs> up. <laughs> we did always say that we would like
2: to get to a point where you and I can go back to. Hey, let's just do something yes. dumb again and yes. see what happens.
0: You know, and just play around. Yeah. yeah. No, because that
2: was the most fun about when we were homebrewing yeah. was...
0: Yeah, put that side, put that time aside and we'll get the chatter party going. Right?
1: right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Good just old days. find that yeah. time
3: again. So that's it. another yeah. topic.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, it's not easy. I mean, you've got two young kids. Mine's a little older. Yeah. And I mean, that's definitely a challenge as well, making sure you, we can balance family. Like, you come in some days at 5 in the morning i can't even get here till nine because i have to drop mine off to school and it's just you know it's just i'd rather be here earlier yeah but i can't it's just not an option Mm -hmm. so i end up staying later but that's good too because then i'm here to interact with our guests and it's just a balance everything's a balance but it'd be nice to get back like you said do you uh let's be crazy yeah (laughs) It's a little
2: bit different than homebrewing because now we have a cooler full of fun stuff. It's right. like, hey, we want to try this, but we didn't really want to go all in on We kind of still do
1: it though sometimes. Like um, last year, you, you were dead set. You wanted a pineapple hazy. Yeah. And we did a pineapple hazy, and it turned out great. And we're going to brew it again this year, you know? And then we also did a, a jalapeno version. Yeah. We put some jalapeno in a small batch of it. That was really good. Have you guys ever worked together? And nope, the, no, we've we been keep talking. On t-
3: I said, every time I see him, I said, "Don't remember we right. got to do a collaboration." There's
1: good news. I have a date. Oh, oh, I have to look at my computer, but I have a date to propose. So that's always the tricky part, and it's just like you too. You're getting the invite in garage, the, man. Well, well, yeah. man. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> looking at the schedule. You know, schedules are so difficult. And coming out of the slowness of the winter COVID, where we were caning everything, we weren't kegging yeah. barely anything. And then suddenly click, and you get, like you said, you get wiped out. Well, we've been wiped out since, and we still can't catch up. And it's. Yeah, but, but that's good. But it's frustrating as a brewer. It's frustrating. Right. It's a great the, problem. Like you're never going to get your head on it. Right. It's still a problem. It's still a problem. And like we are even looking, so we've been toying around when we're going to do our anniversary party. And right now we're going to delay it because there's hopes that we can get to stage five we'd much rather celebrate our anniversary than semi-celebrate right and but we were i was estimating being only seven beers on tap on the date that we were thinking of doing it i'm like we have 10 taps and i can't even fill the 10 taps possibly if projections fall the way so i mean i was like geez louise so we we've been uh We've been working the schedule, but that's why also I haven't talked to Drew yet. But uh, sorry, I, I do have cats bags. My
3: bad. No, 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 no. We're was... on the record
1: now. sorry. yes, yes. Yeah. 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 No, I it's... Had to bring it up. I came on now. your podcast. I go, Remember nerds. when you told Let's the world? Made... Yes. Yeah. No. So this was important to me as well because we have talked about it a few right. times, and I actually put it on there, and it's. I've had to move it around, move around. I'm like, ooh, it's getting closer, and I think I can leave it there. I got to talk to Drew, and guess what we're doing today? <laughs> We're talking. We're You're talking, right? No, so I'm excited. Yes, what I'm excited
0: saying? too. I want to hang out that day. Yes, I feel like I'm going to learn a lot. I've learned a lot today. Uh, it's always, it's always so great to not even necessarily be a part of a conversation, but to hear people talk passionately about what they're doing, and um, I,
3: that's all there yes. is. You know, yes. I mean, people ask me that all the time, and I think you know you can do any business on the planet for the money. But you got to be passionate about it if you're going to enjoy it. Just to do it because it's a way of making money, isn't where it's at with anything. You know, I mean, I, I was like that with my career. I helped, I, I helped a lot of people, and I'm satisfied with that. And then I moved on to, to this. Um, you know, and I think that makes all the difference in whatever career, yeah. You know, you're going to choose or pursue, is you really got to love what you're doing because if you don't love it anymore, you're going to you know fall out of love, so to speak. Yeah, and then you know, you move away from it. Yeah. So,
0: Can you tell our listeners uh, one last time where they can find you, social media, yes. plugs, all that jazz? All right. Mm-hmm. We're,
3: we're Decatur Brew Works at, um, you know, WW or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Decatur Brew Works. <laughs> yeah, Facebook <laughs> and know. Google it. Right, and, yeah. Uh, in Decatur. And we're in Decatur, Illinois, at the corner of William and South Main. So 102 uh, East William Street. Um, you can't miss us. We're right on the corner. We're no, in the old Haynes and Essex yeah. building. It's all windows. Yeah, um, it's so beautiful. We're, Definitely, we're check very it out. visible uh, there. Um, you know, and, and you know, we're open right now. Our current hours are um, Tuesday and Wednesday from three to nine, and then on uh, Thursday and Friday we're three to ten. Saturday two to ten and you know we may change the saturday hours but we haven't found you know nothing's been driving that to change those hours yeah, sure yeah. because we built those up over the covid thing you know where we were only open a few hours of day. right can we find you in stores uh can wise or no we we, can- we do not have a packaged product you know, we distribute um, draft product only um, but you can come in and can buy cans um, at in our our tap room or you can get your growler filled or or whatever so um, you know we just don't we are kind of got a single canning operation just for packaged goods to go out out of our door COVID survival right
0: thank you so much for joining Two Beers In Uh, you guys can find all those links on the uh, Facebook and Instagram pages and we'll talk to you next week